Hey, what's up, guys? Today on the show, we have a special guest. goes by the name of Devante. It's a very unique story. Uh, we had a very good conversation. Yeah, he joins us to talk uh, his past, his future, his present, and how he got to the point where he's at now and the changes that he's making in his life from his old ways. Yep. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Today we got a special guest. We got Devontae in the building. What's up? What's up? Yeah. You got a very unique story that I think a lot of people would love to hear. So that's why we got you here today, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's, do uh, it. let's just start off like, where are you from? I'm from Seattle, Washington. I was initially born in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. I came out here after my, my dad was killed. While my mom was pregnant with me, my mom sent me with my grandmother. You know, I stayed there for a while. We came in, in the Yellow Cherish Projects, where I grew up most of my life. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you moved to Seattle at what age? Man, I think I was like one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I was about one years so old. So you really experienced Texas? Well? Not really, man. I was like kind of back and forth here and there, but yeah. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> I, I used to go to Texas a lot in the summertime because my mom lives down there. So oh, for real what part? Uh, she's from Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Well, not from Dallas. She lived in Dallas, but she lives in Houston now. Oh, dope, yeah. man. I, you know, I want to go back. I mean, really, cause I want to try some food. I want to eat some food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the biggest ones. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. I need to gain some weight. So I need to gain some weight. Come on. <laughs> you grew up in Seattle. Single mother household? Grandmother. Grandmother, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You have siblings? Yes, I have. Oh my God, how many? <laughs> I got one, two, three little sisters out here. Okay. Another little sister in Texas and an older brother in Texas. Okay. Um, hey, okay. So you got the big family? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think it's big. It's, it's, it's only me and my brother. It's, you know oh, I mean? really? So, yeah, anything more than three is a big family to me. Oh, kind of, that's right. Yeah. Are you guys really close? Oh, yeah, we're super close. Three years apart. That's so dope. Yeah, that's Did you guys ever fight? Yeah, I mean, I always thought like that. I always thought like that was. I'm like, I wonder how that would be growing up with a brother. Like we fight, yeah. like you know what I mean. But I mean, you get over it so fast. Yeah, it's like fighting with your boy. You know what I mean? Okay, you get over yeah, that shit yeah. Hella fast, you know? yeah. I can respect that. I yeah, respect yeah, that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you go to school in Washington. I'm assuming. Excuse me. You went to school. in oh, Washington. Oh yeah, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I went to school. Uh, started off African American Academy, Zion Prep. Went over to Washington Middle School. Kicked out of there. Went to John Marshall Alternative School. Kicked out of Seattle Public Schools. Okay. <laughs> then went to Federal Way. Okay. Oh, Federal no. Way. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I live in Federal Way. No, no, we're I mean, we both are uh, from Federal like, Way. No yeah. way. Yeah. What? We both went to TJ. Swear to God. Yeah. Oh, TJ? Okay, yeah. That's like what? Like 280, like past 88. 288. 288. Okay, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Wait, so you went to Federal Way High School? I went to Federal Way High School and I went to the Kenner High School. Oh. Cause, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I stayed out there for about a year and a half because my grandmother got went to prison. Okay. So um, I had to go out there and stay with my mom for about a year. Okay. And that's when I ended up going to Decatur and Federal Way. How old are you? 28. Oh, see, so you yeah. probably know hella people we know. I guarantee you, I do. I'm 31. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at least that's siblings that we yeah. know. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I probably do. I that's probably crazy. do. Yeah, yeah. Is Gemini? Gemini's 28, isn't he? Probably. 29. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's I, crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If I see some pictures and anything, I guarantee you, man. That was like always called Federal like my second home. I wish I would have used it as a second chance yeah. instead of like bringing what I have from Seattle out there. But it's still like my second home. Yeah, yeah. I love Federal Way, man. So do I, but it gets a bad rap. But I love it. It gets a bad rap. <laughs> it's getting oh. kind of weird now. It's kind of crazy now, yeah, man. But it's, but yeah. it's expensive. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. Now it, it, yeah. it's different now. But it's, it's definitely different yeah. now. They're building a whole new city out there. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen Federal Way High School since? 
have I? Bro, listen, yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, these new amenities and buildings? Yeah, and shit, hella big. What? Yeah, hella big. I actually tried, I reached out to, um, shout out to Miss Shannon, Shannon Curran. She was a teacher there. She was she used to um, be one of the, I was in IEP classes, right? Okay. And she was a teacher there, and I reached out to her because I was interested in going back to Fairway and speaking before our whole COVID yeah. thing was going on, you know? But I wanted to go out there and speak to the kids and everything, kind of like gear them towards going to college and doing good things now. Mm-hmm. So and I wanted to go to Fairway Public Schools anyway, you know, because I had a bad rap out there. Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. get back, you know? That's dope. Yeah, super. Mm-hmm. After high school, what'd you do? Oh, man. You graduated high school? No, I ended up I, I ended up on my senior year, I went to JRI Juvenile Prison. Okay. I ended up getting, you know, catching a robbery case. And um, right when I was like, okay, look, let me get it together. The judge was like, it's too late. You had too many chances. Mm-hmm. And they sent me up. And then when I got out, Fairway wouldn't let me come back to Fairway Public Schools. And Seattle wouldn't let me go to Seattle Public Schools. So I ended up just having to get my GD in juvenile. How long were you in there for? I was in there nine months. Nine months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nine months. What is, what's something interesting about juvenile uh, facility? Because I feel like a lot of people hear about prison all the time or jail all the mm-hmm. time. But there's not a lot of light shed on juvenile prison or uh, juvenile what? Correction facilities? It's, I guess. I, they're, they're called different like Nacelle Youth Camp. Okay. They got Green Hill School, you know what I mean? Or Maple Lane School or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Echo Glen, like, it has, like, a little kid name to it or something. They try yeah. to make it all pretty. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's... Um, like, is it easier because you guys are young? It's, you know what? It's like, well, Green Hill's turned up. Okay. It's turned up, like, because you got a bunch of... You got things, like, in the juveniles... I see, like, you got a lot of testosterone. Yeah. Like, everybody want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I got to beat you up. I got to do this. I got to, you know you what I mean? But, something. Yeah, I got to yeah. do something. In yeah. prison, you have that, but it's more of a calm. Like, when it goes down in prison, mm-hmm. it's, like, more intense mm-hmm. because it's, like, I'll take your life. Yeah. And juveniles, it's, like, I'll beat you up and I'm quicker to snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But what I will say is that the juveniles, you they give you more of a chance. They care about you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I've had... When I was in trouble, when I went to the hole, they'll come sit down, like the administrators come sit down and talk to you. Man, you're smart, man. Then they'll pour into you these good things. Right. However, when you the thing it's, it's a good thing, but it also tricks you because you think that once you go to jail in prison, they care. They don't give a damn about uh, nothing. <laughs> you gotta, like, I remember like, real quick. I remember I went to jail the first time. I was in juvenile. You get all these snacks. You get a little lotions. They're like here to take care of yourself. So I go to jail the first time, and I'm you know I'm sitting there ashy after the shower. I'm like, man. So I asked someone, like, so they gonna bring me my lotion? They're like, bring you your lotion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, my lotion. Yeah, They're yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, nigga, you don't excuse my language. It's like, oh, you don't do. It. You don't realize where you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't like you buy. You're all bougie that. in jail. Yeah, you feel me? Like, I don't get a snack. I don't get yeah. a snack now. Like, yeah. no, nah, bro, you better eat that little tray and last dinner's yeah. at 5 o'clock. What was it after 5 o'clock? Pray? Yeah. <laughs> Sleep for dinner? Yeah. Sleep for dinner? That's crazy. But yeah, those are the big the big differences between the juveniles okay. and prison, you know. How about I answer the question? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like listening to whatever you got to say anyway, so it's, it's cool. I appreciate it. What happened after the juvenile correction center? Okay, after the juvenile correction center, I... um. I went back to the hood. I went back to the from the Central District, East Cherry Street. Um, I was out there, you know, uh, trying to live kind of both sides of life. I got into this program called Year Up. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's, uh, it's like a business communication program. They teach you business communication. Okay. They buy you suits to wear. You get to go network in, um, in Microsoft and these different tech companies. And they're, they're trying to be like a funnel for inner city kids to get into the technical space, to get into the business space. Yeah. And I think that's where I learned a lot. A little bit of my Business savvy that I do have, not a lot, but I do have. I mean, the fact that you even went out of your way to <laughs> even do something like that shows that you have that in your mind, like 
that's, that's a spark a lot of people don't have. True, yeah. so, true. It's even gets yeah. to the point to want to do something like that. True, yeah. truth, man. It was it was a beautiful thing. I got to meet the mayor, shook hands with the mayor. You know what I mean? I I, I made so many connections, man. Like there was one point we were sitting in there and the lady was like, they're sipping wine. I'm too young to sip wine, but I want some. But they're like, <laughs> they're like, do you know how much money you're around right now? Because it was like a, a fundraising event. And I'm like, how much? There's like this billion of dollars in this room right now. And like the weight of that was exceptional. I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, but what do I do? You know, I end up going halfway in, halfway out. I go do some hot stuff and end up on a run. Mm-hmm. I have to leave the program and running around. Ended up uh, hiding out for a year. They ended up catching another case and going to prison. Mm-hmm. Right when I had my daughter. So what what made you get on the run to begin with? So it was, um, I was actually hanging out with a partner. I was doing that program and I was working at Macy's, mm-hmm. right? And I was hanging out with one of my old partners. He's in prison for murder right now, actually doing 23 years. Um, and we were, we were kicking in and he goes somewhere and he sees this dude, he got some weed and everything. And they're like, hey man, come out of that. You know, and I'm like, oh God. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't be a square in this situation. Yeah. This is my partner, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, man, come out of it, you know? Yeah. And dude comes out of it and he calls the police on us. Okay. So then now my name is in the whole thing and I'm running around trying to keep away, you know? Damn. And then I end up doing, while doing that, I ended up committing a string of robberies. Because I just have my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm in a bad space right now. I'm on the run. I'm staying at um, who was my girlfriend. They turned to my my daughter's mom. Mm-hmm. I'm staying out at her house laying low. And and I'm stressing. I'm like, man, I feel like, you know, at the time I didn't realize, but I feel like a little boy. Like I wasn't being a man. I wasn't taking care. She's paying all the rent. She's buying all the food. I ain't doing nothing but laying here drinking two elevens. Yeah. Right. So I'm like. How old were you at the time? I was 18. Okay. 18. Fresh 18. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so I was like, man, I got to do something. So I went back to what I knew. You know, I don't care if I'm on the run. I went and got a pistol. I went and started robbing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I got connected to a bunch of robberies and got caught down the street. Didn't really get nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got <laughs> caught down the street. Didn't get nothing out of the whole situation. And and ended up back facing, you know, time. My daughter was just, actually, my daughter was just born at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I was sitting in jail facing about 35 years. That's the first time I went to prison. So yeah. how long did you actually get that first so time? So I actually only got 16 and a half months. Okay. I got blessed, man. You know, I got blessed because some of the people weren't cooperating. They knew, you know, me from the streets and everything. They didn't cooperate, and they ended up giving me a good deal. Mm-hmm. So I went. Dang, that's you crazy. Know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I, and I went, I went to the system, but it was like I got in there and I'm like, I'm in prison now. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, I hit the yard. I took my shirt off. I'm looking yeah. around. I'm like. Oh, yeah, it's the big leagues. It's good. I'm seeing older homies I ain't seen in years. You know, yeah. I'm seeing partners I ain't seen in years. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got something to say. Now, I'm, I've been to the joint. Yeah. So, that was, you know, that's the feeling. Interesting. So, you're what, like 19 at the time? I'm, uh, I'm 18 still at the time. No, yeah, excuse me. Yep, you're right. I'm 19 at the okay. time. Yep. So, I got out about 20, 20 and a half. Okay. So, you're like, your ego is like really like there. Yeah. Right my now. ego is definitely there. Because so, that badge of honor type of thing. Like yeah. Going to prison. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, because, you know, that's what everybody talk about when you come right. home. It's like, oh, bro, you went to the joint, man. Yeah, I seen da da there. I seen ooh, fear it out. Man, I seen dude get beat up. And I seen get choked out. Dude got stabbed. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Whatever it is. Was right. your was your first time in there? Like, was there anything crazy that happened to you? Man, uh, the first the first couple of days, it didn't. The no no craziness happened right to me. Mm-hmm. It was the first time there. It was an experience because the Serenios and the Blacks had just gotten to a riot. So, so you, walk, you got in after. So I got in right the next two days after. Oh, shit. So when I walk in there, I'm like, I'm walking and there's like 
all this like this rails are in a cage right here and all the blacks and all I, it's like it was literally like colors mm-hmm. like I'm walking in and you see this room I'm like what's up what's up and I'm yeah. like what the so yeah. but the homies like Ooh. so I'm like okay well, what's up you feel yeah. me so we're throwing up hoods and back and forth and we go in there and it's like then then the next day somebody come holler and uh, dude seeing some guy that shot him I'm walking right here and he stops in front of me it's like oh you shot me woo Bad man beats him, beats him unconscious. He's bloody all in the corner, and I step over the dude. You know what I mean? And he's knocked out in the corner. Man, I'm sitting there like, and I'm 19. I'm like, oh god, like, yeah. you know what I mean? This is the time where they were sending my age and my, you know, I'm gang affiliated to Walla Walla. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing about Walla Walla. So I'm in my cell, like, man, people's getting knocked out, bro. People's getting beat up. I ain't trying. Everybody gonna rape me, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm push those tough, huh? you know? yeah, I feel you. yeah, yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, the first time, nothing directly crazy really happened to me. You know what I mean, but it was it was it was it was more around, mm-hmm. you know. So now that you're out at twenty mm-hmm. and a half, what, okay. what's your next move? Like now that you're out, like you see, you didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. You got a new daughter. Yeah. Uh, are you and your baby mom's cool? Yeah, we're cool at the time, man. She held okay. it down when I was in there. Um, so I got out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, man, let me try some of this good stuff. Mind you, I'm saying let me try some of this good stuff, but then my mentality still. Hold up, my homeboy had just caught that kid when I said it's never for murder. Good stuff as in like doing good things or doing weird? good things. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah, it was like let me try doing some of these good things. Let me try to be good a little bit. Okay. But I'm gonna still be hood too though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my homeboy had just went to um, prison for that murder mm-hmm. on Cherry, you know. So I got out and I'm like, man, I gotta go see what's up with the homies first, but I'm still trying to do good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I got out. Very thin line. Very, yeah. very thin yeah. line, man. Yeah. And oh my God. I can, anyway, so because <laughs> I got a whole other building on that, but um, so I get out and I'm with um, you know, my kid's mom. We got the daughter and everything. I get two jobs. I'm working at for a warehouse. I'm working at Popeyes, and I get into school for business marketing. So I'm, I'm doing all these different things. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running. But at the same time, I'm hanging out with other cats, man. Like you know, we got guns around us. You know what I mean? Right. Wait, you so know, is, this, is this college school? Um, yeah, it's college. It's college. Uh, Green River Community College. Oh, okay. Yeah. Green yeah. River Community College. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Sure. Yep, so I was doing that. I'm standing for that way. I'm standing on 260th okay. at the time. You know what I mean? So we're doing that. I'm doing this. And um, me and my kid's mom fall out because of my uh, unfaithful ways, <laughs> being honest. And um, I get kicked out. You know, so when I get kicked out, I just start I start tearing things down around me. You know, I quit the job at Popeye's, worked at the warehouse, uh, ended up losing the job at the warehouse because I got a DOC violation. So then I was in school and I was like, man, forget what school. What is that exactly? Oh, a DOC violation. So when you, when you get out, you're on DOC sometimes, right? Department of Corrections was like parole. Yeah. And um, they watch over you. They, they're, supposed to, they're supposed to help you out. You know what I mean? Uh, right. They tended to put me with a gang unit DOC. And gang unit is like a specific unit for gang members. Okay. So this, this DOC officer, in my opinion, was trying to keep me locked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what they, like, what they did, they locked me up for wearing a hat, a Chicago hat. I went to jail for wearing a Chicago hat one day. Is because, it affiliation? Because, because yeah, because yeah. it's gangster disciples. But I had never been to Chicago. Mm-hmm. But they said I could wear a Seattle hat. And then they said I can't wear a full red, I can't wear full black, I can't wear full blue. So it was... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, a Seattle like, hat could be affiliated too. And yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I saw, that's why I told her. I said, I'm from a Seattle gang. I said, but I could wear a Seattle hat. Yeah. I'm not even, I never even been to Chicago. Yeah. But I, I get locked up for wearing a Chicago hat. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... But yeah, that's what DLC is. Now I caught the violation, so I lost my other job. So now I'm jobless, right? And at this point, I'm like, well, I gotta get some money. You know what I mean? And I'm not in school. So now all I got left is the homies. You know what I mean? So I got the homies, we got guns. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna go back robbing. Oh, I probably did rob a couple of at that time, but I'm not gonna go fully into robbing again. So I'm like, let me try pimping. 
You know what I mean? So let me try this. You know, I started trying to doing that a little bit, dabbling and everything. And I ended up um I ended up going in and out for DOC violations because now now I'm with the homies more. So now I'm around more shootings. Now I'm investigated for all kind of different stuff right. now. So they're on me, you know? And I think I kinda of lost side of the question. The question was like kinda of what happened. Well, yeah, where you're going. Like Okay. So you're you're in school, mm-hmm. kind, kind of. Kind of at that point. Kinda of at that point, yeah. You want to do good, but you're caught up with your homies, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So, like, your next step is what? Like, you you eventually get caught up again because you told us you were in prison the first time. Right. So, like, what was, what led up to okay, that? Okay, okay, okay. You didn't have a next step at that point. You just kind of just living day to day. That's, you know, it's, it was, man. I really got into the music. I was doing my rap thing. I started getting a bigger buzz. Went out to, to Vegas and Cali because after my last investigation, they had, they had me under investigation for homicide. So, um, they locked me up. They, they did the question and all that. Nothing happened. So they let me out, but they were still had eyes on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at that point, I was like, okay, I got to really lay low. What do you do from here? Mm-hmm. So I was like, look, get it together, bro, because that was a close call. So I went and um, I started working for a moving company. That's what happened. I started working for a moving company. I started putting into my rap stuff. And um, I started disassociating with a lot of people. You know what I mean? And then I, um, I, I had already quit school, but I went and got my own apartment. I went through Auburn Youth Source to get my own apartment. I saved us some money. Well, I'm not going to lie. I hit a couple of houses. Some money. <laughs> I'll be real with you. I was trying to do good. I was yeah. like, kind of, you know, yeah. Rob Peter Pay Paul. But um, <laughs> the goal was to get a house, man. Yeah. Like, so um, I got my own apartment. So now I'm in there. I'm like, oh, I'm responsible now, man. And then uh, this, I got a girl in my life. <laughs> and then I got a girl in my life. So okay. then I'm like, and, and she, she fed into my persona that she knew me as because I knew her for years okay that's that or my nickname was Skrill yeah that street yeah. persona she fed into that street persona okay. trying to be that trap yeah, yeah you know what I mean right and I'm like alright man so I'm feeling myself now so I'm like okay you know I got a pretty girl right here she like that street stuff I'm yeah. like man forget this job man I quit the job this you know you can still see how it starts breaking down yeah, again right. I quit the job so I'm like so we start hitting some licks you know and me about it was me her and my home with you know and so we go hitting these licks and getting money and everything and um we put it into uh you know we got all these bangers these guns and all this stuff and so i'm, I'm feeling myself now so now i got my rap going i got all these guns i'm trying to take over to seattle now you know yeah. what i mean and i get so big-headed man i get really big-headed bro and um how old are you at this time i'm 22 okay 22 me and my kids mom are together I forget to mind just remind you she's pregnant with my son now Oh, okay. Yeah, so like in between that, we yeah. was kind of, you know, okay. we was kind of, uh, you know, yeah. and she gets pregnant with my son. Yeah. And um, at the time, I'm not really tripping about that. I'm like, she's pregnant with my son. That's what's up. That's cool. You feel me? Now I got a little dude to carry on my name once I go down. You yeah. feel me? Because I knew, deep down inside, I knew I was going to end up back in prison or dead. Yeah. I remember one time vividly, I'm sitting in the car with my kid's mom. She's driving. I'm sitting right here. I got, I got one of the 20 guns on my lap right here. And I look at it and I'm like, man, what would you do if I went to prison for about five years? Randomly. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why did you ask that? I said, I just, I just feel weird. Like something's about to happen soon. She's like, I mean, that ain't that long. You know, I got you. You feel me? And I was like, all right. And it's crazy because a week after that is when I ended up catching the case I did. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You know, and I'll go more into that when you guys want me to. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, let's go. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we're kind of just running Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no doubt. So, um. So like I said, with job, we're hitting licks. We got all these guns, we got all this stuff. My music's booming right now. I'm feeling myself. I got a bunch of females. You know, I got my own spot. Like, 
all these different things. Like, so I'm getting big headed right now. I'm feeling untouchable. I've, I've been in situations and I've wiggled my way out of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, nobody can get me, man. These people can't catch me. I have an investigation for shootings, I'm just, all kind of stuff, and they never been able to get me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm feeling it right now. I'm like, my chest is out. Like, and um, one night. That age, too. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're not doing that shit, you're still gonna be feeling it. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's such an invincible sure. age, man. I don't know what it's like is for, that? for females, but I know for guys, yeah. bro. Why? You're just ready. You're ready. You're just for ready. Anything. anything. You're 20 feet tall. Yeah, and right. Chest is still. You looked at me. Like, yeah, you look the fuck. You look at me. Yeah. <laughs> you're ready. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. Why is that? Like that's crazy yeah. how we are, man. It's yeah. like animals. That's what it is. We just yeah, animals. It's animals. Yeah. You know. Were you making money off rap at this time too? Very little, you know. There was I'll, I'll get like a couple hundred a show, yeah. you know, some music streaming. You know what I mean? Well, it wasn't streaming that time. You just put it out and people buy it. Right. You know what I mean? But it wasn't a lot. It wasn't like I was a big rapper at the time. I was growing though. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the money was predominantly coming in from the licks yeah. or the females I had. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of the money was coming from. Yeah. Because I had quit working, of course. Right. You know, and um. So what's the big case that got you wrapped up? Yeah, like, what's the blind side? That's what okay. I want to know. There's the blind, the the pipe. <laughs> So where it started from and where I know now, it all starts with association. That's one thing I, I talk when I coach now. I do life coaching. Mm-hmm. When I talk, especially young adults in my job right now, I, I, I have a case of kids. I always tell them association. Mm-hmm. What happened was I distanced myself from any good, you know, any good association I had. I started being around what would feed the negative. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, not saying these negative individuals, but I brought them around me. I brought them to me. That energy. Exactly. Yeah. And so now I'm doing this. I'm doing this instead of that. And I didn't see it at the time. I didn't realize that I had just quit my job. I didn't realize that I had just set F the whole school. I didn't realize that I, I had disassociated myself from a couple people like my cousin and like good mentors that were around me. I didn't realize I said bye to my counselor to help me get in the apartment in the first place. I didn't realize I was tearing it down slowly for the setup. Like you had that plot. momentum. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't realize that I was killing myself every day because I'm getting big headed. I didn't see how many guns I had around me at the time. I didn't see how many bullets I had. I didn't see how much money I had around me at the time. I didn't see how like how um how many how many just people were feeding into me at that time, feeding that, yeah, you're this guy, you're that guy. I didn't see all that. At the time it was just like this is what it is and it feels so good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so what happened was I got the girl and we're together. And one night we're, you know, we're drinking. We're just, you know, um, I'm, I'm, you know, it's crazy. Just looking back, I felt like something was going to happen. Right. Like that whole day, like I'm edgy, I'm irritated. I'm just like, I'm uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to drink it away. So we're drinking, driving, we're just drinking and we're just chopping it up. And I'm like, man, let's hit, let's hit up my homeboy. I got my homeboy wrapped up in this. So I called my homeboy, my guy Omari. He just got out. You know, he's doing real good. I called him and I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, let's, let's kick it. So he's like, all right, let's go. So I go to his house. With the girl, he got his girl with more alcohol. So we're loaded, you know. Never mix alcohol with guns, man. <laughs> so and, and, and already a bad mentality. I mean, that's why it's a law. That's exactly. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So um, I'm probably extremely loud to this thing. Now you're good. Bro. I don't know. If, I don't know if Kenneth told you, but I I get loud. No, it's, it's it's but um, so what happened was, so the, those are the little blind spots at first. Like I didn't see what I was doing. I didn't see the association that was being around me. That was cutting out a lot of people mm-hmm. that I should have kept around me. They end up bringing in people I shouldn't have had around me. And then, so I get to this point, we're in the house, we're drinking, we're like, man, hey, let's go somewhere. You know what I mean? And me and all still argue about who's picked this particular place. Because I feel like, I said, let's go to Seattle, to the Rhino Room, because I didn't want to be no problem. Right. Yeah! <laughs> but I think his girl said, let's go to Latitude 84. I don't know if you know about Latitude 84. Oh, yeah. Uh, Asian spot. No, 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 no. Out in Tacoma, Latitude. Oh, I'm thinking of 
Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, I, it's, I don't know that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in Tacoma, so 96 and Hosmer. Okay, game oh, that's already infested. Yeah, let's <laughs> throw Hosmer out there. I'm, I already know, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, it's gang infested. Yeah, man. right. And I just did a show there a couple weeks ago, and it wasn't like that when I was there. I didn't see all that. So somebody said, let's go to Latitude, and I'm like, all right, forget it, let's go. Mm-hmm. So we're driving out there. Bro, I do know where that's. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly. The little bar, where I got yeah. you. Everybody the got little bar, right on the corner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, we go over there. You know, we're drunk. We get in there. We're having fun. And these guys keep. Do you want me to detail the story? Or? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we get in there. You know what I mean? I, I, leave my, I leave my gun in their seat. He leaves his gun in the back. Um, we go inside. You know, mind you, I'm not in the mentality to beef with nobody. I'm really kind of trans- trying to transition, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, into more of this rap stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so we go inside, and um, these guys are chopping up my homeboy. I, I go to use the bathroom. We're, we're, first of all, we're from Seattle, so we're loud. We're dancing. We're, you know, we're all turned up and having fun. Mm-hmm. And when we get inside, um, I go to the bathroom, right? And I come out, and my homeboy's like, hey, man, these guys keep questioning me. I'm like, what are they questioning about, bro? He's like, they keep trying to, you know, how like where we from and everything. I'm like, oh, for real? And he's kind of letting me know, yeah, they're trying to figure out like where y'all, where y'all from? Where y'all from? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, bet. So we walk over, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? I try to be cordial at first. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, my name's Cherry Black. That's why I was going by my rap name. My name's Cherry Black. Nice to meet you guys. You know, I rap, bro. Da, da, da. I said, but I'm from East Cherry Street. You feel me? From Seattle. And the first soon as soon he said Seattle, he's like, oh, you from Seattle. Yeah, I'm from Seattle. You know what I mean. So he's like, "Oh, okay, okay, that's what's up." And then he keeps talking. So we're at first thinking it's cool, and he goes, "Where you from again?" So I'm like, "Okay, all right, dog, you playing with me now?" You know what I mean. Yeah. But I keep it cordial still. I'm like, "I'm from Seattle, man," and I'm from East Cherry. So he's like, "Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep." So then he's like, "All right, we're talking, having fun, chopping it up." And then he asked me one more time. You said you're from Seattle. Now I got mad. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm from East Cherry, from the city. What's up?" You know what I mean. Yeah, right. And then that's when he calmed down. I thought he did. So I'm like, all right, man. So my, my girl at the time come and brings me over and sits me down with her to kind of get my attention off that. But I'm mad now. So my homeboy starts starts talking to him, and I go back over there with the intentions in my head that these guys are beefing. So I, I fire off. I, I punch him. You know what I mean? We get to fight, and there's a big rumble. While we're rumbling, now this is where it gets confusing. You know what I mean? This is where a lot of people don't realize because the, the news had it, and everybody's trying to figure out what happened. So everybody that's hearing it now is going to figure out what actually happened. Everybody's confused about what happened. So we get to fighting. My homeboy leaves outside because they kick him out, him and his girl out. I'm still inside, and I go outside thinking he's still in there. So when I get out, I walk away with the girl I'm with. She's fighting too. You know what I mean? She's a little rider. I give her her that. She's a little rider. You know, she's riding with me. So we go outside and come back in, and I run inside because I see a group. I think he's getting jumped. So I run back and start fighting. So I intensify the situation. You know what I mean? So now everybody's out there. There's a whole group outside. So when I come back out, there's this dude, this dude is down on the street with my partner. I don't realize that till later on. So I go outside and I see I see somebody walking around the car where I'm coming from. And I hear somebody he's like, oh yeah, nigga, all right, I got my skis by language. I'm gonna get my guys, pretty no, much. Good, yeah. Okay, it's like, it's like I'm gonna get my niggas. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I keep going there and I see my homeboy and he's reaching in the car. And I'm like, hey, I'm about to get in the car. I'm like, we're going to the next party. I don't care about that. You know, it's a good rumble, I'm not tripping. And my homeboy's like, nah, nah. And he calls the door, throws his girl in the car. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on right now? You feel me? Is it about to go down? Mm-hmm. So my homeboy walks over. And when he walks out with his gun to go back to the facility, I'm like, oh, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So at that moment in time, it's crazy. At that moment in time, I was like, it's a wrap. This is, the, this is what it's been. Mm-hmm. So we might as well go all out. 
So you think like, you're about to die? Huh? You think you're about to die? No, I, this is the time that I was like, we're finna, we're finna get cooked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're going to jail, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or we're getting away. One of the two. Yeah. So I, you know, I grab the gun, close the door, tell the girl to start the car, and he walks up, starts shooting in the front. I walks up at the angle, starts shooting at the crowd. He's shooting at the crowd. We're trying to hit whoever's trying to hit. He's looking for somebody specifically. But it's the trick, though. It's the thing. It's what nobody knows. It's him and I were shooting at two different people. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting at the individuals we got in a fight with. Thinking they're still there. I see yeah. a group, and I'm thinking that's the group. So I'm shooting at that group. He's shooting at a whole nother dude that threatened him. Mm. So we're sitting there yeah. shooting at two different people thinking we have the same mind. Exactly. That's what it was. It was yeah, super yeah, crowded yeah. and crazy. So yeah, so we you know we all we do our duel. We hop back in the car, we go, we turn the corner. This is the stupid part, so we turn the corner. Try to go down that way. I'm trying to find my cousin and my auntie to get away. And I'm like, man, no, turn back around. Take me to Seattle. Turn back around. The police see us to get, catch us. You feel what I'm saying? They book us. How long did it take for them to catch you guys from the from the club, <laughs> from the bar? Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Three minutes, two minutes. <laughs> Look, man, this is... So this, they was watching you the whole they, time. This is the thing about it. They didn't even... This is the crazy, this is the crazy part about it. We would have got away if we would have went while we first was going we turned the corner because they thought we went... Somebody told them we went to the freeway already. Mm. My dumb self... When we're already away at the dark, I tell my the, the girl at the time, I'm like, turn around, go to the freeway. Mm-hmm. So the police said in the statement, he was like, we thought they went to the freeway, but then I was sitting there talking to the people, and we see a car speeding through the gas station, <laughs> and I'm like, is that the car? And, and so I'm like, so when they're behind us, I'm about to shoot it out. So I'm like, I'm telling the girl, like, hey, man. The car car? Yeah. I'm, uh, so you're, I'm, you're like, really trying to get I'm, away. I'm trying to get away, but I'm like. Any means necessary. At, at the time, I'm like, there's no way nobody's there right now. Yeah. I shot directly at that crowd. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. He shot directly right there. So okay. I'm like, somebody's okay. dead right now. Yeah. And I'm not going down for no murder. Yeah. I'm shooting it out. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, man, let's, uh, we're about to just shoot it out, bro. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And the girl, she's like. She's like, nah, 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 nah. So I'm like, well, if we're not shooting it out, you better drive this car. Yeah. And she ended up getting scared and pulling over. So, you know, we hop, I hop out the car. I ended up getting tased three times. Thank God they didn't shoot me. Damn. You know what I mean? Thank you God they didn't shoot me. I hopped out, the I hopped out, and I pulled Ooh. my pants. So they're like, we're going to shoot. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, look, man. So I try to take off the tase me. Yeah. If a man tase me, I hit the ground. They take us and book us. Before we move on, mm-hmm. how does that feel? Like, how, does, how does the taste feel? Yeah. Oh man, it just locks up. It's like, I'm like, does it hurt? Like, it what doesn't is the, what really is hurt. Pain? It's more like a. You ever let your you ever your foot ever fell asleep? Like yeah, your leg yeah. fell asleep? It's like your entire body fell asleep. Or like when you like hit your elbow against so then your whole arm goes numb, is it something like that? It's like that. It's yeah. like that little fizzy feeling, bro. Yeah. So it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's not like a stat, it's uncomfortable. You and know you what I mean? And you can't move. And the thing about when they first tased me, I fell down like this. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, stay down. And I'm like, all right. They tased me again. <laughs> and so I roll on my stomach. They're like, stop moving and taste me again. And I'm like, ah, I'm yeah. trying to stay. So the thing is stuck inside of me. So yeah. I had to go to the hospital and get it removed and everything. Mm. So, yeah. And yeah. they were playing with you. Down they there. weren't, man. Yeah. And, I, you know, like I always say, I was like, man, thank God they didn't shoot me. Yeah. Because right. when I got out that car and I reached for my pants, they could have shot me. Yeah, they were yeah. right to. There was it was two hot guns in the car. Somebody mm-hmm. just shot the whole place up, and this is the car. Yeah, you, you know what I mean, reason, bro. Man, sh- thank God, yeah. man. Real talk. Did uh, the chick get caught with anything? Like she get busted? We all did. We all. Um, I went in. The girl, my girl, time went in. He went in, and his girl time went in. Okay. And he just got out recently. He just got out re- for the same case. For the same case, yeah. Okay. He was my co. We were all co defendants initially. His girl, she just sitting in the back seat, ended up getting out like. The next day or something. 
Mm-hmm. My girl at the time stayed. She not like, again. She kept it solid. Mm-hmm. She kept the gangster. She didn't tell. You feel what I'm saying? So she mm-hmm. ended up staying in jail for about three months before they let her out and still had to go to trial with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She wouldn't tell. Right. She kept it solid. You know. Wait, was she? Oh, never mind. I was gonna say what she used as a witness. At the she time. was the driver. Got it. She was yeah. the driver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know she and they was trying to break her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They couldn't do it, man. So I get I give her that shout out. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and me and him ended up doing getting the most time. Mm-hmm. So you got how long? I we ended up with eighty nine months. Which Only is, you guys individually. Yes, yeah, okay. eighty nine months individually. Um, how many years it, is that? Quick math. It, it was seven, seven and a half seven, total. Yeah. About seven, seven. Yeah. Okay. And, but we did five, five and a half off of that. Okay. And the crazy part about it is, we were facing one hundred and two, one hundred forty years. They gave us. First, look, this is how I started off. That Monday when we, when we went to court, they gave us. No, we got booked under drive by shooting, unlawful possession of firearm in the first degree. Monday, they charged us with four assault in the first degrees, a drive-by shooting, a law possession of a firearm. Four months later, they charged us with eight assault in the first degree, drive-by shooting, a law possession of a firearm. And sent a paper under my cell that said, take this 25-year deal or it's trial time. Damn. That's when I fired my lawyer. Yeah. yeah. And I went pro se. So, when I, when I, when I, and that's crazy how that decision was made. It was just off the humbug. I was just like, man, this dude was like, I was like, I hit my lawyer up. I'm like, hey, man, this 25 years, I'm like, is this the deal? You know what I mean? Yeah, He's like, right. that's the deal. This is the only thing we can really work with. I can try to tell him 20. I'm like, bro, look, I need you to come with something better than that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you know, pretty much you couldn't or whatever. And I was like, man, well, look, pretty much I'm going pro se. Did you feel like he was just being lazy? Yeah, public defender. You know yeah. what I mean? They got like, what, 100, like, 100, cases. 100 cases? They don't got time to work. Look, they go sitting there like this exchange. I'll give you him. Literally, I watched them do this when I was fighting for my case. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, okay. You do this, do this, him, him. Here, okay. I'll take that. I'll give you that. And that's how that is in the Pierce County system. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how corrupt that place is. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like even the good people, the like the good public defenders who want to help, they just get so burnt. They get so burnt. Yeah. yeah, man. You know, and it's like you got to think. Like you got you got all these cases on. You got so many people lying to you. And then you got people right. that you you can't decide who's lying, telling the truth. And you got like. Case you shouldn't win that you lose. You got like all these different things on you, man. And people already come in there with a bad energy for you. They think about how many times right. you're getting cussed out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you said, it's like, Ugh. that's crazy. Yeah, it was nuts, man. It was nuts. But um, yeah, um, I ended up representing myself. I had to. That's where my first transition into a new individual. Because that what was it? Pro se. Pro se. That's, that's what how, that means. Yeah, pro se. It means to represent yourself. Oh. That's what my book's titled. Pro se. The art of becoming more. You know, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so I went pro se and and I went in and I started to study the law library. I started reading again. You know what I mean? I start reading. I started reading books about lawyers, like lawyer, like fiction novels and stuff to see how they think, to see how they talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And started studying and I got better and better as it went because I asked them. I sat there. And this one. This one. I was like, all right, because there was times where I was like, I don't know if I should do this. Right. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm, I ain't never even went to trial. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've never even went to trial. I always took deals. I'm 22 years old, trying to be my own lawyer. <laughs> what made you think that you would win something? You know what? It was more about I had to. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like I care more for my life than this man cares about my life. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, and it's like, you know, I can't, I have no other choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I feel like I was backed against the wall. Mm-hmm. So it was like I got to win. You know what I mean? I literally had to win. Mm-hmm. I have a son on the way. In fact, my son was born a month after I was booked. Yep, he was born. And you get looking at twenty five too. I mean, yeah, twenty five years. Know, I can represent myself and just yeah. try as hard as I can to we, get the, the lesser time or extend my face. Man, look, yeah. you know, you know, you know, it's crazy. There was moments I would sit there and I would look at the TV, right? 
And, you know, so I get sad when I think like, it's, it's deep, man. I would look at the TV and people would be like, yeah, man, when I get out, I'm out. And I could not comfortably say when I get out. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I wasn't taking 25 years. I wasn't right. taking that deal. If I lost, I'm going on for 100 years. Yeah. So I couldn't comfortably say when I get out. Like it's literally all or nothing. It's literally all or nothing. Yeah. This is it's crazy. So the last time I had a conversation with the prosecutor outside of that, we're sitting there talking. And I'm sitting in my standby because you still have a standby counsel when you represent yourself. My standby counsel standing there. And I'm talking to the prosecutor. He's making a little, oh, you got you got kids, don't you? He's like, damn, that's a long way for your dad to be away. So, you know, he's making little oh, comments like that. Damn, so, he's so and this is, let me tell you what this dude told me. Because I was like, I said, man, look, I tried to get 15 years. I was like, give me a deal for 15 years. I'll take it. He's like, that's not even a ballpark what I'm looking for. And I was like, listen, I said, you ha- I said I- I've done my research. You cannot comfortably prove assault in the first degree. You can't prove it. Because where's the intent? The reason why I said where's the intent, I was like, because the people that he was framing me to be shooting at were gone. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, and this is this is going out on a limb, at this point in time, you're just you're just um, charging me with witnesses. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I was trying to kill these witnesses here for no reason. You got to put something with that. He was like, look, he, this is what he told me. Look me in my face and told me this. He said, he said, you know what? You're right. He was like, I just charged you with the assault in first degree because it's like rolling the dice. Eh, I might be able to get you on it. He said, but I'm adding a second thing under it called assault in the second degree. He's like, an assault in the second degree is putting people in apprehension of harm. So but they were scared of the bullets. Yeah. So he was like, so if I can't get you on that, I still get you on this and give you all the gun enhancements, which will still give you about 40 years. That's what he told me. Damn. And that's when I realized at that point, I was like, okay, we're going to really fight now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, okay, we're going tooth and nail. And I was like, all right, there's no point of me talking ever again. I'll right. see you in trial. The way that he's like doing this is almost like he gets a bonus for every additional year yeah yeah it seemed like yeah that's what it seemed like yeah like i mean i, I wonder if that's how that goes yeah you know because he was adamant about giving me all of that time right he was extremely adamant about it it's so wild um what was I gonna ask? oh yeah did so did anybody get hit during the shooting well not any of my victims <laughs> that's all I mean. <laughs> you know what i mean you know some something happened and the person kept it silent you know what i mean so and thanks, shout out to him. You feel what I'm saying? But um, none of the victims in the case got hit. Yeah. They all got, like, the bullets going by their head and stuff like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So. Um, That's wild. It's wild, man. It's wild, bro. It's crazy how, like, if you really look at your life, obviously you're an exception to how things should have been. Mm. It's like you're, like, narrowly dodging, like, all these things that should have, like, yeah. fucked you over. Like, yeah. Really, man. You know what I mean? Like. How are you gonna yeah. have all these bullets fly past people's heads and yeah. a bullet hit someone that yeah. doesn't say shit? Right, you know I mean? exactly. Like, Real crazy. talk. Real talk. You know what? That's when wild, you said that though, I didn't even realize that. It's weird. That is super weird, yeah. bro. It's, and it's super weird. It's almost like because we talk about all the time like uh energy and fate and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, bro, sometimes coincidences are just so weird that it's like, like this ain't a coincidence, right? You know right, what I mean? right. Even going back to the decision you made while you were in the car to turn around and go try to go back to Seattle, like maybe you don't get caught, but maybe you still end up in the life that you were living, and eventually something happens, mm-hmm. or, True. or you end up dead, or something. Yeah. True. Or you guys got turned around on the spot, hit the freeway when you're supposed to, so you got pulled over by those cops because those cops weren't gonna kill you. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like there's so many things mm. that could have been yeah. fucked up, man. Mm. That's uh, crazy, yeah. bro. When you really look at it like that. It's weird. It's like, man. Like all the right things happen. All the right things. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucked up as the situation was. All the right things happen. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. Wow. It's crazy. It is, bro. It is, man. It's like. You got to take advantage of that now. That's, you know, and that's really been 
my main focus, man. When they when they gave me this opportunity, like I remember sitting after they went, they were going into deliberations. You know what I mean for the trial. Like I went, I went representing myself tooth and nail. You know what I mean to the point, the jurors, the whole courtroom was crying. Mm-hmm. I did my closing statements and I was like, listen, this is a young man's life at stake. This is a young group, da, 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 and I said that. And mind you, through this time, my my, my girl I had time fell off. You know what I mean? She left. You know what I mean? She went and she had kids with my homeboy. You know what I mean? So Damn. she had two kids with my homeboy, man. Yeah. And so they left. My homeboys is dying out there, getting locked up. Um, me and my kids' mom are on terms. My son was just born. Like, so I'm literally just me right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and I'm sitting there waiting for deliberations. And I remember sitting there, the, I mean, I'm talking to the jury. The whole jury's crying. The whole room's crying. Because everybody's just crying, you know, because they're like, dang, this is might just be the end. Mm-hmm. Right. So I went and talked to my kids' mom. She came and visit me, and I remember crying. They were like, I apologize. But I told her, I was like, man, if I ever get out of this situation, I swear to God, I'm a change. You feel what I'm saying? And sitting in there, then we got the phone call, man, and it was like, come in. And I come in, and it was a hung jury, right? Mind you, that doesn't guarantee anything. Right. But it just means we get another chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? The little light. The little light. Yeah. So I go back, and I'm sitting on my cot. And I'm like, I'm, I'm getting ready for the next trial. You know what I mean? Because I'm not taking 25. But in my mind, though, I was like, well, I'll take 10 years right now if you come with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was ready to take 10 years. Yeah. I was ready to take Like, I would have took 24. I would have taken that, right? <laughs> for real. Yeah. Like, think, they caught me with both guns mm-hmm. in the seat, yeah. in the car. Yeah. They got me on video. Yeah. They got everything yeah. they need to. This is this what speaks to what you're saying. They have everything they need to convict me. I just got out two years ago for a string of robberies. Mm-hmm. I caught a shooting case when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. They got everything they need to convict me to cook me for whatever amount of time they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so all these things are up against me, man. And so so I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take that. Go mm-hmm. ahead. You feel what I'm saying? And so forget the hungry. And I'm sitting there on the cot. I'm ready to go back to trial. You feel me? I'm ready to go back. And I get a phone call on the, on the jail phone. And my older partner said, he said, hey, he said, that's your chance right there. And I was like, I said, man, these guys didn't give me no damn chance, bro. I'm ready to take 10. You feel me? But they ain't going to give me that. I tried it, bro. But I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight until they do something. We go in there. I get on the phone. And my standby counsel like, I talked to the prosecutor. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, look, sign for 89 months right now. You'll be out in four years. But a tear went down my eye. Yeah. And look, yeah. this this is the crazy part about it. This is I get, I get hair sticking on my face when I said that. Yeah. I got goosebumps. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. Listen, the tears come down my eye. And this is the craziest thing. You know, you think about a jail, a jail full of convicts, people that are hopeless, people that are, you think you're, they're mean, they're raggedy, da, da, da. And I got off the phone. I said, I'll sign it. He said, sign it tomorrow. You got to do it immediately. I said, bet. I hang up the phone. I go. And I sit there. The tear coming down my eye. And I'm talking to the owner. I said, man, they just gave me another chance, bro. He said, how much? I said, four more years. He started crying. And when he stood up, he started clapping. The whole jail started clapping. That's wild. The whole jail started clapping. They were like, you did it, bro. You did it. You're going home. Bro, I can't tell you how many men that day came crying. Yeah. These is hardened gangsters. These is harder. They're crying. I'm crying. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And at that point, man, I told myself, I said, I'll never go back. I'll never go back. There's I was gonna ask you. Well, I was gonna ask you what the point was. That you felt like it was like this is it. I have to leave everything that I was, did before. That was it, man. That was it. It was at that point I was like, I gotta leave it. It's over. Do you I think it's just it. because you were offered? Like you feel like it was a second chance? I like, feel like it was a second chance, bro. I feel like I literally feel like God reached down and said, "Here, mm-hmm. finally you'll see. Finally you'll see." Yeah. You know what I mean? What What about you though? Do you think is different that allowed you to even see that? You know how many people get second chances? Right. <laughs> you fuck them up? Right. You know what I mean, do you think it's because like 
yours was in such extreme circumstances, mm. like one in a million. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Where you're like, wow, I really just hit the fucking lottery right now. Right. <laughs> I can't fuck this up. You right. Know what I mean? Like I, that type of shit. I, I, I think that had a lot to do with it, man. I think it was like, oh shit, did this just happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, I. I What'd you do the I, next morning? Like, how did you feel? I, the next did you morning, feel like it I even felt, happened? At first, when I woke up the next morning, I felt scared still. Come yeah. on, I still haven't signed anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I still anything didn't sign Nothing's still. in pen at mm-hmm. the moment. When I went and signed it, and the judge gave me that, because the judge could have given me what he wanted to mm-hmm. when I'm saying guilty, and the judge gave me that, I felt relieved. Mm-hmm. I could breathe again. Yeah. I was in there for 14 months, not knowing if I'll ever get out again. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, <sighs> you know, yeah. I, I did that. But, I, you know, in all honesty, I felt like I was never supposed to, you know, it's hard to say that because I think purpose is, means a lot to me too. But I feel like I wasn't supposed to be like that anyway. Because my grandma, I'm not gonna, we grew up poor, but my grandma raised me well. You know what I mean? She raised me with manners. She made me read books all the time. She made me read the dictionary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like she made, she was adamant about me going to school. I used to like school. I used to get in trouble all the time. Because yeah. I could do my work too fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I became who I had to become to be safe in the environment I was in. I had to put a mask on. I had to start shooting. I had to start fighting. I had to be this individual because I was scared. Right. Looking back now, I'll be honest, I was scared. I couldn't be this little weak Devontae walking around this neighborhood. Yeah. I'd go up in the CD. Right. They'll pick you apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I feel like God was like, bro, you're supposed to go this way the whole time, but you decided to go that way. Uh-huh. So all these different things was just me being in my own way. So when I was finally, when I, when I finally evolved or changed I don't think I really changed I think I just went back to who I was that's real that's you know? crazy do you think that that's a, a common theme like with people that grow up in like a harder area where it's like this isn't even you you just have to blend in to survive I, I, like majority I, yeah no I think it's majority cause nobody nobody's born throwing up a gang sign that's true you know nobody born with a gun to go kill somebody yeah Mind you, we have our troubles and our fathers. We get in trouble and stuff. You might have dads and grandpas that influence that. We're all influenced by our environment. Right. You become who you have to become. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. And, and you see, and there's just certain people like, you know, Mama Candace, man. She told me, it's like, when I seen you in prison, I seen this light in your eyes. Like, he's not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And I see that in young cats now. Mm-hmm. Like, I see some of like, some cats, I'd be like, dang, you're far gone, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been there. But some young cats, and I'd be like, bro, this ain't what you're supposed to be doing. You know that. Right. You know that. And I just want to let you know that because I've been that guy that should have known that. Yeah. You know? How do you get through to them, though? Like, I mean, you could say my experience has led me to this spot. And mm-hmm. I know for a fact I am not supposed to be here. I shouldn't have been here. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have been better. Right. That's just words, though. Like, how do you how do you make it stick to somebody when you see somebody that's not supposed to be in that situation? Make a relationship first, man. Mm-hmm. I, my thing is I like I build relationships first. With a young cat, if you, you know, I don't go in there like, hey, bro, I didn't did. Like, a lot of OGs think that works. They think like, oh yeah, I, you know, I done went through it, I need all that, bro. You don't want to do that. They don't care about that. Words Who cares? Yeah, words is, right. I feel like it's like 25% yeah. of it. Yeah, Thank you. Because yeah. in that case, it feels almost like you're lecturing them rather than trying Thank to you. actually make a change for them. Right, yeah. exactly, bro. Exactly. What you have to do is you got to build this relationship with this young cat. You got you to gotta talk to him and get on this level, man. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I break down in the book. I'm like, reach the levels. Meet them on that level. And then, young cat, I understand, bro. I understand why you got that gun in your lap right now. I feel it. They just came and shot your house up. Yeah. I get it, bro. You know what I mean? I I feel you. You know what I mean? What do you want to do now? What are you about to do now? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to go. Da-da-da-da. Okay, how can you feel like that, though? Like, break it down. Let's pop it, man. Because this is why I felt like that. Then once you start doing that, you start finding an underlying cause. Right. You start finding that young kid's really scared. Mm-hmm. He don't want to die right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
he's, he's really scared was that then you break that down, you get deeper into that. Then you might even get some tears. You feel me? And then once they got that relation to him, once you have a relation with an individual like that, then you got the right that they'll give you permission to teach potentially. Now you're like, all right, yo, come kick it with me, man. Let's go out here, man. Let me take you. Let me. I got this cool spot out here, man. Where we, uh, you know, take around some new people, new mm-hmm. environment, meet new different things. It's gonna be uncomfortable at first. Yeah. But anyway, let's just build that relationship. If we start preaching to anybody, who cares about a preach? Yeah. You know what I mean? Kick it Saying, with me. creating that relationship to create a potential to teach. There we go. That is wild, bro. Real you time. said it. No, no, that's <laughs> <I didn't laughs> <say it. laughs> wild. <laughs> like, that's, that's such a like that is the concept. That Real. is what it is. Yeah, yeah, man. Because I'm not gonna learn from Earth. I'm not going to be willing to be taught by somebody that I don't fucking know. Right. That I don't have a connection with. Right. Period. Right. Right. that? Right. Yeah. So no I, doubt. Yeah, that's dope. No yeah. doubt, man. No doubt. You know, that's, so that's, that's, that's the way I kind of take it, man, mm-hmm. is I, I, I build that relationship first. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it works. It works. Yeah. So now that you're out, mm-hmm. actually, let's go back a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I think that you getting the 84 months, mm-hmm. everyone in the facility rejoicing. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a, I don't know. It was it was like relief for the whole squad, right? It was almost like a, um, like there's opportunity for everybody. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Do you have somebody that you feel like you affected the most, like with something like that? You know what I mean? And and at that potential time, yeah. There's a few. You know, it's crazy. There's a few cats inside that I seen later on in my years in prison. It was like, bro. I went, I went and did this, man. I, you inspired me to do it. And one dude actually went pro se. He said, bro, you got me to do that. Yeah. And he won his case. Yeah, like I feel you know, like you would have it, a crazy snowball. It was, it was crazy, bro. Like people to this day see me and they're like, man, da, da, da. but the, the most inspiring thing I have is my partner, DeAnthony. He was my, <laughs> he was my co-defender the first time I went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> my partner, DeAnthony, man, he, while I was locked up, he got shot. You know what I mean? He was a young, he's a little younger than me, man. He, you know, he kind of came around me and my partner, man. And we was just always with us, bro. And, um, he got shot and was coming to my trials. He was in my trial two days after he was shot, limping with crutches. Limping with crutches in court. Yeah. In my court, you know, and real. And he was like, he told me, he told me then, he just told me the other day at my mom's birthday. He said, bro, he said, when I seen you fighting for your life, he said, one thing is I got so much respect for you. I said, this man is so intelligent. This man is so smart. And that's just cool. I appreciate that. But one thing that I was so happy that he said, he said, that made me change my life. Yeah, yeah. He hadn't been back to prison or jail since. He said, when I seen that, and I seen how hard you was fighting for your life, he said, I told myself, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't go back to jail. I can't go back to prison. I can't do that. He said, that changed my life, bro. You saved me. Man, That's imagine cool. how many, like, if you had a line of people that you affected, I bet you there's people that you'd be like, I didn't even know. I mean, there's probably people that have heard your story secondhand that's mm. also been like, okay, maybe because of him, I should be changing my ways too. True, yeah. true. So it's, a, it's almost like a domino effect. Right, yeah, yeah. right. And that's the hope, so man. Great. That's yeah. the hope. What Nishi said, said the, the, the biggest thing you can get somebody is to inspire. Yeah. Right. That's what I want, man. You know, and that's why I do the things I do. That's why I, that's why I appreciate you guys in this podcast so much. Because as much as we can get out there, mm-hmm. these type of things, like, who do we know who we're saving right now? We we all right now might be saving a, a, a whole generation. Because you say one person, you save an entire generation. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. You never know. How, how hot kids are these days, too. Oh, like, everybody's got a gun. They don't want to fight anymore. They just want to shoot each other. That's all. Like, it's crazy out It's there. crazy. Yeah. 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 We're getting robbed every day. Like, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt, man. All the time. Yeah, it's nuts. It seems like it's more frequent now. Maybe it's just because we have social media, so we see more of it. But yeah, it just seems like every other day somebody's getting robbed, shot, shot beat, up, beat up, all kinds of crazy stuff. Man, it is, man. I have a question about why, I don't know why I say it like that. I have a question about why you were in prison. Okay. So you were obviously towards your, your end of your sentence, right? Mm-hmm. 
did you feel like someone's gonna like try to knock you off course, like some type of sabotage in any way? Towards the end of my sentence, yeah, like oh, you yeah. see that shit in movies. I don't oh know yeah, that's like real. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. So many times, bro. Like towards the end of my sentence, though, it was more of because I'm this dude. I'm I'm, I'm transitioning to this different person. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, my last like year or a little less, all of the homies start coming to where I was. <laughs> I ain't seen you guys in years. I've been yeah. cool for years. Maybe running one or two of you. But all the like the whole CD was in one place at one time. You know what I mean? And um, and I, then it was like older homies coming and stuff. And I'm like, at that time, I, I didn't know how to wrestle with that. So I'm like, dang. So the problem was they were coming and they were expecting me to be Skrill still. And at the time, I wasn't humble enough yet to, to, um, to be mindful of how I interacted with them. Because at that time, I'm going to be honest, I was arrogant. I was an arrogant asshole. You feel what I'm saying? At that point in time, I was like, man, I'm not messing with none of you cats. I'm about to be on this. I'm good. I'm da da da. You know, I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I got like, I read a hundred some books now and got this and did that and certificate. La 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 la. You feel me? And they were like, they were since that. Go yeah. since that. You feel like you're better than us now. Yeah. So I was getting into it with the armies. Yeah. You know what I mean? The homeboys yeah. is ready to fight. You know? And it was like, ah, oh, dang. Like that's what I was feeling to derail me. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm gonna end up getting them up with. And you know, it's crazy. My life when I finally got to this program. This is the biggest decision I had to make. And it's to this day, it was the saddest decision. I never made this type of decision in my life. I was I got in a program. I was on a house arrest program. The one month is about to be on. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. few months. And I just got approved. No, I got approved. And I was leaving in a week. You feel me? And this one cat from the hood got into it with my partner. And my partner gets into it. He's like, yep, yep. We're about to go back up to the gym. We're about to fight later on in the next movement. So I'm like, all right, let me just avoid Because I'm getting mad right now. Because the, the dude he got into it, I'm figuring, like, you ain't even in front of her anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that little piece of me still there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I'm like, I'll right, leave it alone. Leave it alone, bro. Leave it alone. So I'm sitting in my bunk. I'm, I'm sending stuff out to go home. My partner coming here. He's like, hey, bro, it's about to be moving in five minutes. He's like, I'm finna go ahead up this dude. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro. He's like, I don't got none of the homies up there like that. I want you to come up there right now. Mind you, he's about to get into it with this dude, and he wants me to come up there. But at the same time, he wants to do that. I'm supposed to call and read a book with my daughter. That's the choices I have right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm supposed to call and read a book with my daughter, or I can go defend my homeboy, like I always did for years. Now, to a regular person, that'd be easy. You know what I mean? It's my daughter. Mm-hmm. I was I was so indulging gangbanging mentality that I used to I didn't I didn't drop. Girlfriends for the homies. I didn't drop all kind of stuff for the homies. I was laying my life on the line for them. I got cherries tatted all over me, you know. But at that time, I sit with my homeboy, and he was like, he's looking at me, and he's like, "What are you finna do in his head?" He's looking at me. I'm like, and I was like, "Man, bro, it broke my heart." I was like, "I don't want you to go up there. I don't want you to be safe if you do, but I can't. I'm about to leave. I gotta go talk to my daughter. I got a lot of stuff going on. You know, I don't walk that path no more, fam." And I was like, "But be safe, bro." And he looked at me, and he got up. And he was like. Yeah, and left, you know. But the crazy part about it is I talked to him now and he respected it. Mm-hmm. He respected it. But that broke my heart. You know, that really broke my heart because the homies is all I had. That yeah. was my family, man. But that was the big decision. That was the part that would have got derailed. It would have been the homies. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to derail me. That's crazy. But you made it through that obstacle. I made it. I made it. First day out, what'd you do? First day out, man, um... Had sex. Yeah. <laughs> I had sex. I had sex. Look, man, um, did that. Um, ate a bunch of food. Mm-hmm. Took a picture of what, Facebook. What did you eat, though? Oh, man. Uh, you know, kids, mom, we were together at the time, man. And um, she made some fried lobster. 
baked potatoes. Baked loaded baked potatoes. Yeah. With like some, uh, oh, there was another course, and I don't remember what it was, man, but it was good. Yeah, it was she good. She gave me that feast. She gave me the yeah, feast. That's man. what I'm I sat there and I ate family. I sat, I sat there with my little family, and they didn't have the table. Yeah. That's dope. It was dope, man. Yeah. You and uh, your kids, it was my kids right now? Uh, my kids, me and my kids, yeah. we're close. We're getting better with my son because mm-hmm. my son, my son was locked up the whole time. Mm-hmm. And after things fell apart with me and his mom, you know, um, he kind of separated himself from me. More, of, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Me and my daughter are a lot more close. But she was in thugging years with me. She been thugging with me. She been in yeah. jails, prisons, and all since she was born yeah. to visit me. Yeah. You know, that's not a good thing. But the, how old are they right now? My daughter's dying. My son's five. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and the crazy part about it, man, it's like nothing. Came in the time that I thought it would come in. I think that's the biggest thing. I thought I would have my family. I thought it would be me, my kids, mom, my kids. And I thought it would be my family. Like, I'll have family. You know what I mean? And it didn't work out like that. You know what I mean? I think that's the cool thing about life, though. Huh. Like, it's just always a surprise. It is. You know what? You can, have, right, a, you can have the best plan in the world written down. Written down. It don't fucking matter. It don't look, matter. It's just look, a surprise. Look, yeah. look. You look at my goal book right now. My business is supposed to be booming right now. I'm supposed to be taking trips to Puerto Rico. Bro, like, <laughs> don't get me started. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I feel you. I feel you. I feel no you. doubt. No yeah. doubt. Uh, you said you read a lot in, in uh, jail. What was, uh, like, the most impactful book for you, do you think? Because I love, I love, like, listening to what people read. The Prosperity Bible. It's a collection of books, though. Thinking Grow Rich is in there. Okay. Thinking Grow Rich is in there. Um, uh, 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 the so Benjamin like, Franklin book, all that. Okay. It's a collection. The Prosperity. The Bible. Prosperity the Bible. Bible. Okay. That was the most influential book. That changed my mentality. That put abundance in my mind. That gave me a new perspective on things. Mm-hmm. That was the book, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We lucky run out of time. We can come. Conclude this okay. segment. Well, do you want to talk about some of the work that you're doing now? Uh, you know, yeah. like what, what your goal is now that you know you're out and mm-hmm. you're trying to fix your life. Like, what are yeah, some okay. things you want to do? Some things I want to do is I, my goal is to become a motivational speaker, internationally motivational speaker, and um, that's so I can reach the world. You know, <clears throat> I'm gonna publish books, be a successful um, author. You know, but to eventually become a public figure like Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Tony Robbins or ET preacher. Like I want to be big like that. You know what I mean. Right now I do work with Alive and Free. It's a um, gang prevention program, violence prevention program. Fifteen to twenty kids on my caseload, and the goal is to stop to to reduce the violence in Seattle. All right, now not only just Seattle, but in in the, the King County right. and further. You know, to reduce the violence. Mm-hmm. You know, so that speaks to what I want to do, man. It's just I want to influence the world. That's my goal. I want to leave. When I leave, I want there to be a legacy left behind it. I helped the world. I impacted the world. You know, that's my goal. You're definitely off to a great start. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. Up. And I appreciate this opportunity, man. Oh, for sure. This is dope. Yeah. You guys are dope for this. <laughs> You're dope too, man. I mean, Candace. Candace so crazy, yeah. Candace was talking about you, Spice. I mean, we had Spice on before. Yeah, Spice. But yeah, she was talking about you. And uh, I was like, yeah, you perfect person to have on here. No so, doubt. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, she was right. No, thank you. <laughs> I was looking through your Instagram and all this weird talk and stuff. But, uh-huh. So do you have a clothing line as well? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's um, Manifest brand. You know, this is the king. I'm actually rebranding. I'm coming out with sweatsuits and things, going through a different manufacturer. Oh, no. But I have the king. I have the ambitious shirt. You know, I have a Manifest. It's Manifest clothing on my other Instagram. I have a clothing line on that Instagram. Okay. Okay. I'm doing a lot of restructuring right now. I mean, rebranding right now to put it out a different lining. For sure. You yeah. had a book too, right? Hmm? You had a book too. Yeah, book. Pro Se, The Art of Becoming More is dropping January 1st. Um, its pre-orders are available. I'm going to put it on the line on Monday. You can get the pre-orders on your Kindle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most definitely, bro. I appreciate it. And it's, it's coming out, man. It's, it's, it's hitting. It's pretty much a, um, 
It's a look at my journey throughout the system, mm-hmm. but I break it down in jewels and what I learned from it. Like you'll have like, be humble or do what you have to do. And I'll break it down where it related to my story and I give practical ways to utilize it. And at the end I give like, so what can you do next? Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds almost like a 48 laws of power. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, my own so, little, version. yeah, you know. That's dope. It's dope, man. I, you know, I'm excited for it, man. How excited. many jewels you got? Jewel, on there is jewels. <laughs> I got a million jewels, man. But on there is it's eight jewels. Okay. And they're broken down in their subparts inside of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember them all off the top of my head. But <laughs> That's cool. Going back to your clothing line, though, real quick. Yeah. Uh, I saw your logo as a phoenix, right? Was that yeah. intentional? To it, was, it was intentional. It was rising. You know, yeah, it's just sure. rising out of the fire, a new thing. Right. Like, you know, it has the money sign pendulum, and that's not for um, the financial wealth. It's just for the wealth of self. You know, having having like it, it represents the uh, the inner wealth, the inner riches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who you are as an individual. Like you know what I mean? And that's why I got that's why I got the um, excuse me, the bird. I have another thing that's it's a clock. It's a clock, and it's running with a trophy. It's sweating. It's cracked all up on it, and it's um, ambitious hustle. And the reason why it's the clock is you're running out of time. Gotcha. You know what I mean? You're holding the trophy, and he's sweating, but he's still running with the trophy because he got another trophy to go after, and he's cracked because he's been running and going through so much after what he's after. He or she. Mm-hmm. And that's why I chose the clock, because I didn't want it to be man or woman. It speaks to anybody. Yeah. You know? That's dope. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, when I saw the Phoenix, and then what I've been told mm-hmm. about your story, I was like, that's actually a perfect representation of somebody like, coming out from the fire and, mm-hmm. yeah, just, like, uh, kind of, like, rebirthing yourself. Appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Thank you. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, do you want to give maybe some advice to anybody that might be caught, like, still in the life or might be in prison now that could use some advice? Most definitely, man. For anybody that's caught still in the life and that wants to get out of the life, I say the biggest thing you want to change is your association, your association and your environment. Because un- until you, once, once you do that, everything else will fall in place. Mm-hmm. Change the people you're around slowly. Like, just distance yourself slowly. I got to get around these people. Be intentional with it. And how you do that, go to different places. Get yourself out of your environment. Mm-hmm. Get out of the neighborhood. Get out of the same bars, local spots. Go somewhere to make you uncomfortable and get different association, different environment. I promise your life will change because your thoughts will change. You know? And anybody in prison, as soon as you start right now, on that thought changing process. Start hanging around different people. Same thing, different environment, different association. Don't walk the yard with the same people. Walk the yard with different people. Ask different people questions. Talk to different people. And as soon as you get out, I promise you what you want to do is start building the life around you that you want to have. As soon as you get out. Don't wait, don't take, I'm going to take time to sit there and chill for a minute and figure the world out. Forget that. Get out there and start building the life around you that you want to have. And I promise you, if you do that, you'll, you'll build a foundation that you have to stand on and keep going. That's right. Right. I think that applies so much more than just to your situation, like in business or whatever. Like mm-hmm. if anybody that wants to have like an entrepreneurial spirit has to get out of their old ways in order to evolve to that next level, whether it's, you know, maybe disassociating yourself from some of your friends or just some of your habits. Amen. 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 And you ready for a rebrand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, man, I'm happy for you. Thank you. Happy for your freedom. It's cool to see your, your, um, your foundation going into motion and seeing you know, whatever you're trying to do next, come into fruition. Thank you. And I mean, we're here for you if you need us, Thank obviously. You. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah sure. man. we definitely would love to have you back too when yeah. the book comes out. Most yeah, definitely, man. most definitely, man. Definitely, man. And you guys are in my network, bro, and I hope I'm in yours. And let's, let's build, man. Let's really build, bro. I got big plans, man. And hopefully, you guys can be included in here. You know, we get some stuff going. Hell yeah. Real talk. Let's get it. Yeah, let's go. Thank y'all. Uh, do you want to plug uh, some of your socials? So that people can check Yeah, they can find me on um, Facebook, Devontae Parson. 
D-E-V-O-N-T-E-P-A-R-S-O-N. Or you can find me on Instagram. It's personal success underscore coach. Again, personal success underscore coach. LinkedIn is Devontae Parsons. Same as my Facebook. Awesome. Yep. Truly dope. Thank you, man. What a conversation, man. Shout out to Devante. Thanks again for joining us, having a great conversation, and we look forward to talking to you in the future. Yeah, huge shout out to Devante. Make sure you check out his socials. He's got a book coming. Make sure you check that out, too. Uh, really inspiring stuff. We'll have him on. And then uh, make sure to check out uh, all the podcast socials. Uh, of course, we're on Instagram, No Structure Podcast, Twitter, No Structure Pod One. Um, you can check our website for all of our past episodes, video content. That's uh, the No Structure Podcast.com. Um, every Monday at midnight and yeah.